What's up, family? Welcome to the Christian Call Center where Jesus is on the main line and we're online too. Welcome back to our summer series. We took a brief break to celebrate all the students going back to school, but we are back on our courtship journey. All right, all right. And just to recap, we've been through four out of the eight stages of the courtship, scouting, drafting, tryouts, and the non-existent preseason. Now it's time to get into the real stuff. And who else to do that than with our very own pastor of Full Gospel, Pastor Ryan Allman. How you doing tonight, Pastor? Hey, I'm doing wonderful, everybody. How are you guys doing? So cool to be on CCC, finally. Right. Well, happy to have you. It's yeah, so glad to be here. Yeah, awesome. So today we're getting into what society calls the cuffing season. This is the time when you know that the person you've been dating for however long, that's the person you're committing to. That's the, that's the, it's like, okay, this is it. We're exclusive now. This is us. We're heading forward. So let's get into it, y'all. Okay, so we are going to start off with a couple of questions. Um, the first thing that I really want to talk about, um, because I know we've done a couple of like Bible story analysis things in our past couple of um, episodes, but I really want to talk about like the quote unquote cuffing season, how it relates to Christianity. Like, what does that look like for us as Christians? The idea of being cuffed, like, what, how do we navigate that? Yeah. So is that, is that me yeah. right here? Yes. Yeah. So, so I guess, you know, we'll use the word chosen, all right? Okay. I'm going to use the word chosen, um, and I'm going to substitute that word for cuffed. Is that cool? All right. So Perfect. I'm going to use the word chosen. I think that when it comes to choosing a spouse or cuffing somebody, um, I think that a few things need to be considered by the in individual and I'm, I'm gonna talk from a christian perspective from a practical sense uh because there are a number of things that you're considering when you're determining who the person is you want to choose or cuff right so when you're just when you're determining that you want to know things about compatibility uh, compatibility those things matter how compatible you are is very 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 important Compatible does not mean you're the same. It does not mean you like all the same things. It just means, my dad used to told me this. I asked dad, I said, dad, how do you know if somebody's the one? Like, there's this young lady. I really love her, really like her. Um, it would have been nice to have my wife on the call tonight. But I remember asking him, how do I know that she's the one? And here's what my father said. He said, Ryan, determining who's the one is not about resolving who you can put up with. It's about determining who you can't live without. And so if you're gonna cuff somebody, you need to determine, I don't wanna know what life is like without this person. That was actually the number one reason why I started courting my wife. I cuffed her because I did not want to know what life would be like without her. So she had made such an impression upon me. We have been friends for many years. Uh, and then I started courting her with the intent. And I use the word courting. Uh, I think courting is different from dating in a few ways because we see dating like a buffet. Courting is like when you're kind of lazy, you know who you are, know what you, you're courting, right? So when I believe when people are just freelance dating, I think they don't know who they are. That's probably another podcast. But I think when you are not sure who you are, you kind of dibble and dabble trying to discover. Uh, you're trying to discover who you are while you're trying to discover who's right for you. So for me, I knew who I was. I knew what I needed. And so I did not want to know what it would be like without her. So I cuffed her or chose her. 
and the pursuit was on from there. Okay, okay. So you kind of touched a little bit on this whole difference between dating and courtship. So as we decide to title the series The Courtship because we wanted to make sure that we were targeting a certain group of people because we didn't want um, people to go into this with the wrong intentions, which is what you just mentioned. So right. taking it back to our original, um, well, our first three episodes, we talked a little bit about scouting and drafting and tryouts. And just to recap a little bit, scouting was more so um, putting yourself in, in a position for um, to kind of like, be be around the the potentially good people um and i know like part of your, the good like, the good candidates yeah the good candidates and i know part of your um uh uh story with sister Brittany's, you guys like kind of met at a youth camp we mentioned that a couple of times actually um in the earlier episodes so um but that's what we talked about with scouting and then drafting is kind of like the narrowing it down or, or whatever and then tryouts you kind of are doing the same thing um, so when you say dating is different from courting because you don't know who you are as a person, can you explain that a little bit for people who are not quite ready to be in this season, who are still right. stuck in the other three? Yeah. So forgive me. I don't intend to isolate anyone listening. I know that there's a wide array of audience that's probably listening to this at different stages. So if you've been dating, I'm not saying, oh, you, you're lost, you're in an identity okay. crisis. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm, what I'm saying is people oftentimes that are dating are, are on a road of discovery. Now, I personally think, I personally think being friends with people is the best way to discover who you are. So for example, right now I've got Brandy, I've got Jonathan, I've got, um, Lord, I'm, why am I drawing? <laughs> Janelle, I've got Brandy, I've got Jonathan, forgive me. I've got Brandy, Jonathan, and Janelle, and I hang with them. These are my friends. And if we were friends hanging out while we're in, in our friendship, I'd be discovering things myself. I'd be discovering, man, I really don't like it when people cut me off. I really don't like it when somebody's loud. I really don't like it. I really love it when people are kind. I love it that Brandy is patient. You get what I'm saying? I'm discovering things about myself in community. And so instead of us dating and, and breaking all these relationships and not being able to be okay with people we dated and it went a little too far before we knew who we were or who they were, instead of us doing that, I suggest, this is just my suggestion, I suggest you just have a group of friends. If that's female friends, male friends, right? If it's a young lady, have a friend that's a male, of course, have good accountability there to keep yourself pure, all right? If you're a man, have female friends, right? So Britt and I, we were friends. And I think in the context of friendship, we would call that dating, but I think it's more so friendship. You're discovering who you are, the things you like, the things you don't like, the things that are good about a woman or the things that'll be bad, right? For the ladies, the thing that's good about a man, the things that will be bad. And you learn that in friendship. And so Britt and I went through that stage. And instead of us dating to find out we don't like each other, and we don't really know exactly what we want, during that friendship, we talk, we ask questions. We ask the hard questions. Like one of the discussions Britt and I had is like, we both said this, I wish he was here, but we were like, I love you. I'm not going to hell for you. That's like great. we legit said That's that. Good. We legit said that and we love each other. Like, I mean, y'all see us interact, right. you know, when it's real, like we were married 14 years, five kids traveled, you know, all around the world, lived in Europe, but we told each other that in the friendship stage, mm -hmm. because we weren't afraid to be honest about what our priorities were. So that's the issue. When you just go into dating, you fronting a little bit, you got your best wig on, you got cool. your best clothes on. You got your, you know, you keep me a haircut on. The only time you're going to see me is when my hair is cut. You just putting forth your best foot, but it's not really who you are. Mm -hmm. When you're in the courtship phase, you're kind of, you're not just letting yourself go, but it's a little bit more real. It's a little bit more raw. And you can be that because you kind of know what you want. You know what the other person want. Y'all communicated that. And now you're saying, I'm cupping this one. I'm keeping this one for the long haul. At least that's my intention. And then you court to see if that can work.
Does I'm, is, am I clear? I hope I am. You you are. So I, I do want to ask though, because I, I I get what you're saying. Um, mm -hmm. so when you decide, okay, this is my person, this is the one, this is the one that I know I don't want to live without, and you start this whole like courting stage. Is this person your girlfriend slash boyfriend? For sure. So they okay. are. They okay. they they are. Uh, that's exactly what they are. As a matter of fact, so transparent moment. Mm -hmm. So Britt and I, we courted, and there was actually a portion in our courtship where we broke up. And I wish Britt was here to tell the story because her her take of the story is so much more funnier than mine. Is. I would love to hear this because <laughs> I've ever heard this. This will be another episode, like a like a part this, two or something. Yeah, this. Yeah. Let's do another episode, okay? Okay. Um, but but that that break off that break off uh i was brit's first boyfriend boyfriend she's had a lot of guy friends as a matter of fact brit always she was just that type of person very cool they always had a lot of cool friends and guy friends and they were genuine not weird and that's the thing like when you say a guy and a girl's friends today it can be a little weird it wasn't weird like it was it just was what it was all right i sound old saying that but anyway, so at any rate, I was Brit's first boyfriend, right? And that's after being friends. Like I said, we grew up together in church. We knew each other from youth camps, things of that nature. Um, she was good friends with my, my sister, which is how I started talking to her. Because she called and I picked up the phone. I knew who it was, call ID. I intercepted that thing, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I started talking. I started talking to Brit, but we were just cool friends. Like we didn't even like each other like that. It wasn't strange, you know, but I thought she was super cool. So I'd intercept the call. We Yahoo Messenger, right? Not Black, Pla Yahoo Messenger. Black Planet. Black Yahoo Planet was played. Messenger. Do y'all remember Black Planet though? That's no. like right before. Oh, so, okay. Right before so I was on I was on Black Planet. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that where it is. <laughs> All right, MySpace. Come on, somebody. Okay, so anyway, it, Britt was definitely in the top five back then. So <laughs> All right. she was my homegirl. She was so cool though. So we were just good friends for real. Genuine. She lived in Shreveport four hours away. I mean, it was just genuine friendship. And um, so to kind of stick with the question, so in the courtship phase, that's my that's my girlfriend. Now, one of the things I I did. Cause you got to remember being friends throughout high school brick graduated high school the year before me i graduated the year after her and uh that was the year we started courting all right but keep in mind we have been friends she came to my graduation right and it wasn't weird it wasn't boyfriend girlfriend we were just friends like this is what some people would call the dating phase and i'm giving my own definition of dating okay so everybody's definition of dating could be a little bit different but I'm using this because I believe what what millennials and zennials and younger call dating is really like discovering yourself. And sometimes I do think that does some damage because of the on again, off that person's no that person's no. And then when these things break off, if they were just kind of like, okay, it was good getting to know you, let's still be cool. That would be one thing. But some of this stuff is going too far, and that's another podcast but what i'm saying is for us that what what the millennials zennials were called dating we were friends we were just cool friends she was a cool gal i was a cool guy and then my senior year i graduated i was going i had a band scholarship to southern university she was already in college in the dental hygiene program and we started going. i knew if i had life with somebody because i thought I a bachelor i had a bachelor pad designed until brick came along she messed it all up i threw the bachelor oh, pad God. away right i i threw the pictures of the bachelor pad away i'm like i need to get a picket fence because this girl the cool points are out the window and i'm all twisted up in the game what movie is that i'm sorry okay so <laughs> at any rate some of y'all catch that movie next next month right, right? <laughs> so at any rate we started then after high school i'm in college courting all right i'm working i've got my job working toward my career goals now i'm ready to start courting 
because I think this young lady is the one I, I want to cuff, right? So after about a year, now keep in mind, we've been friends. After about a year, I give her a promise ring. Now me giving her that promise ring, it's like an engagement ring without the engagement. I wasn't ready to be engaged yet because I didn't have my career. I was making money. I, I was having, you know, I could have lived and survived, but I knew I wasn't ready yet. I wanted to wait till I finished college, got my career stuff set up. So I gave her that promise ring to say, yo, you're the one for me. And we took a stint apart after that. And she sent me that ring back in the mail for my birthday with the birthday gift. Wait. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> Wait. Oh, wow. Wait. Come on. Oh. Come on, Saints. Okay. Uh, but I was the one that broke I was the one that broke it off, though. I was the one that broke it off. And um, the purpose for that, I don't want to talk about the purpose for that without her on. It's a good purpose. And she can give you some perspective. But there okay. was a purpose for that, right? And uh, she sent back, she did that little shady move there. And uh, But the thing was, while we were broken up, we were such good friends, we were still talking like every other day. Just because oh, we were good man. friends, like for real. So at one point she put, do not answer for my number. She put, do not answer because she's like, I she's like, you broke up with me. You broke up with me. I put, do not answer, but she still answered. She oh still answered God. because I was her homeboy. I was her friend. I was her friend. So she still answered and eventually came back together. And then after like, after that, like, I think it was probably about three months. It was like a three months thing, y'all. It wasn't very, very long. It was like three months. And then after about six months, I actually proposed. Uh, proposed, start, started my career, came, got the girl of my dreams, married her, and we moved to Italy and had Aww. a three and a half year honeymoon. So it was cool. So, so, oh, yeah, so definitely going to have to have a part two. Hands down. Yeah. Have to be and I hope if you need to stop me, if I'm talking too long, just say, Pastor, hold up. <laughs> and then let's deal with whatever part you want to deal with. No, <laughs> you the more you talk about this, the more we can share with our listeners. Yeah, okay. I wanted to talk about the fact because because I I was listening to some of the stuff you were saying. It was really hitting me about, you know, the fact that you understood that this is the woman you wanted to marry. And yeah, for sure. regardless of what happened between you, you were like, this is her. So even if we break up, even if, you know, we're not on the same pathway right now, this is the one. So, hey, before you go further. If you break up and it's meant to be, you'll mm -hmm. come back together. Mm -hmm. Like that's the deal. We're too afraid of losing people that were never meant for us. Mm -hmm. If they were truly meant for us, even if we said time out, you gotta trust that that thing's gonna come back together. And for the young ladies, let him chase you, let him pursue you. You don't pursue him. You should, you should let him know you're interested, right? Keep the breadcrumbs dropping, right? <laughs> let him know you're interested. But let him pursue you and you should pursue each other. There's a segment where you're pursuing each other. But the deal is if something gets dicey where there is a what Brit and I call them deal breakers, mm -hmm. there are deal breakers you should have and everybody should have some standards and some right. deal breakers and you shouldn't compromise those deal breakers. You shouldn't compromise those deal breakers. So if there are some things that you see in the relationship that you're like, yo, this is not really healthy, like don't be selfish. But at the same time, you got to be real enough in the courtship phase to let the person know. And that was kind of the person portion of our time apart. Um, you got to be real enough because if you fake it till you make it, it's not going to last. Mm -hmm. So if you want that 40, 50 year, and I say 40, 50 year expecting that the life expectancy is cut off, not 40, 50 year till you divorce. But if you want that long love, like that long, long love, mm -hmm. you're going to have to get real with the person that you're courting and not be faking it till you make it. So continue, Jonathan. I just had to deal with the part. If it does, if you do take a break, it's really meant to be, it's coming back together. No I doubt. I wish you on that, but I'm gonna let John go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry, John. No, you're good. Because th that was really what I wanted to ask about is just the, the knowing that, I guess having that confidence to be like, I know, or, or I, I think, I guess my question is, were you that confident that you guys would come back together? Have we met? <laughs> Fair, <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But I guess I guess for me and for a lot of other guys out there who may not be as confident, 
Like how, what, what were some of the things that helped you to be secure in that? Yeah, I'll tell you what it was. What really made me confident is I didn't have to guess about what I was getting. I, I don't know where this mystery, where sometimes, I wish Britt was on here. Sometimes ladies think mystery is, okay, there's always a level of mystery, but okay. So we live in a day. I'm, I hope I don't mess up this call because like nowadays filters, eyelashes, eye, lip liner. I don't know. Lip liner's not in anymore. I don't think. I don't know. Eyeliner. But eyeliner, all this stuff, mm -hmm. we don't recognize a lot of times it's fabrication. Like I watched a tutorial one time. Britt was doing a, like a hair tutorial and there was this young lady that had all this stuff on and she looked like a totally different person. She took it off. You were like, wait a minute. What? Y'all seen them. Come on, talk about videos it. Where somebody, they don't look anything like what their Instagram is showing. Mm -hmm. right. And so this social media complex, that's what we'll call it. Mm -hmm. The social media complex is where you get the highlights. You don't get the real. Right. So for me, bro, Jonathan and Brandy and, and Janelle, I saw the real. I saw who this girl was. I saw the fact that she was mad different from me. Uh, I'm a big talker. She's quiet. Um, like we're like crazy opposites. I got to see who she was and I made the decision with all of the knowledge I had about who she was. The decision I said is I don't want to know what life is like without her. Like talking to Brit sometimes could be like pulling teeth. Like mm -hmm. I used to get on the phone with a list yo I'm, in, I'm at my desk right a list of things we're going to talk about because i would have to keep the conversation moving like she's not going to say anything and she's fine she's totally fine not saying anything like yeah i'm here hey she gave like these one word answers i'm giving like this big dissertation have you oh, thought about this man. in life blah 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 and she's like uh-huh i'm like uh -huh. What do you mean, uh -huh. did you not just hear the detail in my question did you not? And so I like, right? So I would have this whole list and it was so much fun doing that. I learned a lot about her. She learned a lot about me. We talked about everything. That I mean, was fun everything. Yeah, it was, it, I learned to enjoy it because I was, this is kind of the chase. I was interested in her. So I wanted to get to know her, right? And she wanted to, she genuinely wanted to get to know me but everybody's not like me like my personality yeah. the gift of gab or whatever you want to call it i talk a lot everybody doesn't do this and that's okay you don't have to do this mm -hmm. you're still amazing if you're different than me brit's amazing she's different than me mm -hmm. so i just understood my role in the relationship that i'm the talker she's not so i just i kind of got in my role understood that for somebody that likes to talk, it's usually good if you got somebody that likes to listen. If both of us like to talk, I wouldn't be married to her right now. I'd be like, okay, you know, you talk too much. I need to be talking. <laughs> you need to be listening, right? And I'm the one that talks a lot, but that's just the way it worked, right? So that's how I knew though, Jonathan, I got to see the real her. That's the answer. How do you know? I knew because I got to see the real her. She did not pick me out. Mm -hmm. I knew her and I was not surprised. Like I her i was not surprised so it's like i knew what i was getting yeah like i knew what i'm getting i know what i'm getting into and that's what i want to get into more or less. yes okay. exactly i want and she was very different from most women that were in my life like you know i love my mom and my siblings and everything and my sisters and stuff but like my mom has a very strong personality she talks you know well my wife was nothing like that and it wasn't that I was looking for something different than my mom or I was looking for something like my mom. It's just, she was very different. Mm -hmm. And she was everything that I think I would have needed to, to be married. Like if, if it wasn't for her, I, I kid you not, I would have, I would be this, it, I don't, I would be single today if it wasn't for Britt. Cause she was literally, she was what I needed if I was going to get married. That's she so cute. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's oh. real though. That's beautiful, man. Okay, so I do want to go back because um, I know you kind of mentioned this whole um, 
like people always say if you love something let it go and if it's right for you to come back to you i don't know if that's all true um because for me it's like if you love something i'm like why would you want to let it go but i do understand what you i didn't give you the reason for the let go okay well i I thought you said we're going to get into that when sister brit's here that's fine that's fine i do i do so so the, the episode needs to be called before i let go before i let go that'll be the title of that that series okay. all right write that down joe write that down <laughs> that's fine that's fine we got this i mean we still got another episode after this um which is okay. the playoffs so we might need y'all to come back for the playoffs all right um but okay so my, okay, so now you're in this um, stage of you guys were dating together and now you're like, ooh, we're not sure. You broke up. So during that breakup stage, because you know this person is potentially the right person for you. Okay. Both sides of it. And I know Sister Brittany isn't here to kind of give her side. What are you yeah. doing in that stage? Like, what are the steps okay. that you have to take in order to like, either decide this is right or this isn't right so one of the things we talked about so okay brit brit did have something she y'all met sister brit so y'all know brit's like she has this like whole like it's whatever thing like whatever you know whatever like very nonchalant Mm -hmm. so that was brit like that's her in real life but what i was trying to show brit is i couldn't be crazy about her and she be nonchalant about me. So I didn't have to change her. I just had to help her understand that the type of love, she didn't have to love me exactly the way I was loving her, but I needed to know that that she was as serious as I was. And that was kind of one of the reasons for the little time apart. And her sister talked to her about that on Before I Let Go. The point of it is, bring that, Bible studies. I had a great, I had a great job. I was still in the band, you know, so we, we maintained our friendship. We talked, uh, it was different type. It was different talking because at that time the courtship was off, right? We took a little break, if you will. So it was different talking. She had sent me back my ring, definitely different talking. Okay. Um, she had sent me back the promise ring. And so it's definitely a different conversation. I had to look at that promise ring every day thinking, am I going to give this back to her because, you know, or whatever. So it was definitely a different type of thing, but we're just living life. Uh, She was doing youth ministry at her church. I'm doing youth ministry at our church. Uh, I I would always share my testimonies with Britt of of amazing things that's happening, people being saved. Like, I mean, she was literally my homegirl. So she was a good friend. So our friendship continued and the maturity that we had to be able to still be friends and be respectful and be considerate. We're young, we're, we're kids. You gotta understand we got married at 21, that's young, mm-hmm. but we had maturity. That's another thing, you know, courtship, when somebody is courting, I feel like that's somebody that has the level of maturity. They understand that relationships are not like what you see on TV. They recognize like, this is not a TMZ fest or whatever. Like this is real life and I'm dealing with a whole adult, a whole person that has feelings, emotions, all that stuff. So the maturity that we had at that age to just understand because I don't have the girl or I don't have the guy right now, I can still, you know, I can still appreciate and value the friend that I can still appreciate that. And I, it doesn't have to get ugly. I didn't have to defame her. She didn't have to defame me. She didn't have to tell people, well, I broke up with him first or whatever. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, the reality was at that time, we were not together uh, in that way, but we were still able to enjoy each other. And, and, I, and that's, a part of, that's a part of making that lifelong commitment. Cuffing is the choice. It's also the commitment, right? Yeah. So you're not ready to make a commitment until you can learn to kind of be even kill in the bad seasons. Because in a marriage, every day is not, not on the mountaintop. Not that they're bad and you're fighting and, and you know, killing each other, but every day is not, every day is not created equal. 
every day is beautiful, but every day is not created equal. So you have to have enough maturity to be able to make it through the days that are just not as great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I hope I answered that question. I think I did. You did. You you did. So <laughs> here's my thing, because the entire time you were talking, I was I've been thinking about a situation and I and I almost didn't want to talk about this on the podcast, but the point of this podcast is to be real. So I'm gonna be very It's honest. getting real and raw right now, guys. I'm gonna See, be very transparent. Here, it's gonna get real and raw. Just listen, th this this is my situation right now because uh, and I'm I'm speaking on this because I know my mom listens, so I need her to hear your answer. Okay. Um you're so, ambushing me right now. Hey, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so before I moved here, I was in a sort of kind of relationship with this this person, right? And this person was supposedly my friend. I will consider him my friend. I've known him since freshman year of high school, blah, blah, whatever. We got to the point where we were interested in each other. We were kind of dating each other. Um, my parents knew about him, blah, blah, whatsoever, blah, whatever. Either way, we ended our relationship prior to be moving here but we still continue okay. to talk. He was interested in getting married. He even told me, according to him, I can't say this. He told me that God told him he's supposed to marry me. If you tell me that God- Now, said, does he watch this, this Christian call center? Huh? Is he gonna see this Christian God, call center? God, I hope not, cause I'm really excited <laughs> my whole life right I mean, now. this is out there, yo. This is on the interwebs. It is. This is that's on the interwebs. Hey, if he listens, he listens. That's what I say. I'm gonna okay. be hesitant, but you know what? I just need to know. So, long so what's long, your question? My question is because recently he got engaged, right? Which I'm like, I'm happy he found his person. But when I talked to my mom about it, she was like, well, did you believe that he said what he said about God told him to marry you? Cause like, you know, like there was a part that I didn't play in it, which is why it resulted in the way that it did. I just need to know that it's not my fault. Like that's really what I'm asking. So, so yeah. Okay. So firstly, let me say, and I'm pretty sure I'm, you know, I'm a pastor. Uh, right. I believe that God can order your steps and lead you. But mm. I believe that sometimes people have to be very careful saying God said this for that. And as a pastor, I pastor, I, I pastor hundreds of people mm -hmm. and, um, and, and sometimes I've had people tell me, Oh, God said this and they did it. And then it failed and they came back like pastor, maybe I was wrong. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, wait, was it you were wrong? Was it God was wrong? Cause sometimes people are saying God said things that he did not say. Mm -hmm. And you have to be very careful of doing that. Um, but when it comes to a relationship, I believe God can give you some insight potentially, mm -hmm. maybe faintly of somebody, but I think that it's more on you than it is on God. And okay. you have to set, the Bible says this, be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. This is a scripture to believers. Mm -hmm. Be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Somebody say, I'm an atheist. I, I don't believe in God. I don't, you know, I don't believe in this truth or whatever. Oh, I'm not living that lifestyle. That's a fight all and by itself. Like that's not just old church people trying to keep you from dating a guy at school. You marry that rascal and you got one set of of, of, of standards. He's got another one. You're going to wish you had to listen to that scripture. All right. I'm not here to go into detail on that. That's just the pastor and me, I guess, coming out. But But you have to think about this. Sometimes it's not that you need God to tell you who your spouse is. Sometimes it's about who, like my father said, who you decide you don't want a life without. If that is not you, if that person doesn't choose you, cool. Then you keep living your life and let God bring that guy that's going to pursue you, chase you, desire you, and say, I don't care where you are. Brittany was in Shreveport. I was going to Shreveport to get the girl of my dreams. She said she didn't want to live in Baton Rouge. She didn't want to live in Baton Rouge. So guess where we live? Denham Springs. We passed in Baton Rouge. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's the best of both worlds. She's in Baton Rouge, but not necessarily in Baton Rouge. Now, in a little while, see if you marry him, take be good to him. In a little while, we're not gonna live, we're not gonna be far from the church. We're gonna be right here in Baton Rouge. So the point of it is though, you just have to sometimes people are putting things on God that have nothing to do with God. Not that God is not in them. 
but don't blame God for something you truly desire. You telling me God said this is not going to make me want you more. That's like somebody telling you, God said you're going to be, you're going to be my husband, but you mean I'm probably not going to be that guy. God mm. said, I'm going to marry you. I've had people say to parents of young ladies because they thought I had a future. Yeah. You know, you don't feel a certain way. God gave me a bit. No, 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 no. He did not. Right. right. And so, so I would say you just have to be careful. I don't believe you messed anything up mm. and I would not blame myself because somebody decided to go a different way. Mm. He's got the freedom to decide. Correct. You see what I'm saying? So whatever he decides, that's his decision. If he wanted you, he'd still be pursuing. That's what he, I'm he, talking he, about. He'd yeah. get to know me. He'd say, look, who's our new pastor? Hey, bro, I'm coming down. Right? He'd talk. He'd, you know, he, he'd stay cool with Jonathan. That's your brother. Right? He'd do it. He don't even know Brandy. He'd be like, Brandy, uh, where you from? You friends with Janelle? Okay. He'd get around whoever he got to get around in order for him to be connected with you. That's why I intercepted that phone call. I knew Britt was friends with my sister. True. So I got close to my sister. When do y'all talk? <laughs> <laughs> and i just i just want i just want our listeners to know how real that is i didn't know she was going to talk about this right now because this is the first time i'm hearing about this conversation <laughs> this was not on the script this was it not wasn't on the script at all it definitely I wasn't i had no idea this was about to come mm. out and i and you you actually answered past you answered some questions that i had that i didn't even know i had yet because of this conversation mm. <laughs> I just yeah. need a peace of mind, so I had to bring that up so I know without a shadow of a doubt. Keep <laughs> living, daughter. It. Keep living. Keep living. Because, because I've like like Joe said, I've I've and like you said, Pastor, I've heard people say stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But then I always remember that the Bible says, "He that findeth a wife." Uh -huh. right? So if 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 we're Don't looking, me now. then it's not like God is going to be like, "Hey, she's it." But he'll guide, the, like he'll he'll order your steps, obviously. But it's not like he's gonna plant a big red sign over her head, pointing to her, like, okay. So how can you say that? Like it's like it's like putting 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 words in God's mouth for you. Yeah, I think people need to chill. I think they need to. Brandy, I haven't heard from you. I need to hear from Brandy. I think Brandy's <laughs> over there taking notes, writing. Like, I am, uh, man. You've been dropping gems, so I'm literally just listening. But I do have a question. Talk. Um, Jonathan basically said he didn't find a wife, find a good thing. And I think we touched on this in the last episode. Mm -hmm. Basically, my question is, is it is it wrong or out of out of God's will for a woman to show interest in a man? So I believe, I already, I already answered this, but I'm going to say it again. I believe I, Brittany needed to, Brittany needed to let me know I'm feeling you too. Like I, I really like you also. So I think anybody in a relationship needs to know that, but I feel like, I feel like it is indeed the responsibility of the man to choose i believe they're going to choose each other you're going to choose each other so showing interest yes but the pursuit needs to happen from that man thank you the pursuit needs to happen from that man and it does not need to happen from that lady and i i mean i don't care what anybody thinks there's probably people that will try to beat me up for this but like this whole fad with women proposing to men that's nonsense yeah i don't like, like that. all that all that stuff. but even if we didn't even if we did like it it's nonsense like, you know, that that's out of order. And that's the reason why so much in our world is jacked up. It's like stuff is just out of order because people don't know. Nobody's teaching. Nobody's teaching these young men anymore how to be men. Nobody's teaching the young ladies how to be ladies. You got so many boys that were raised by women. And I meant what I said when I said that because a woman can't raise a man. Right. She can raise, she can take care of a boy, but she cannot raise and produce a man. Now, can a boy that was raised by a mom become a man? Yes. But there's going to be a man somewhere that teaches him a guard somebody in prison somebody on his job some boss i'm just saying it don't matter where it's at somebody in the, his correct his professional career he's gonna have a mentor somebody's gonna teach that that boy how to be a man mm -hmm. it took a man to teach me how to be a man okay my mom she could take care of me she could love me she could correct me but she could teach me how to be a man she's not a man so any woman that's listening to this and you're a single mother and you're all upset, 
you just have to be upset because it's true and you need to find your son a mentor that's a man because no matter if you like what i'm saying or not you don't have to agree with me but you will if you don't get him a man in his life you're going to see one day that all you did was take care of a boy and you released a boy but it's going to take a man to 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 produce another man mm. True. I'm just I'm just waiting for the lights to say amen because ain't nobody else gonna say it. <laughs> so to so, settle the score, as so, I said, we not shooting our shots, ladies. We not doing it. I'm sorry. Because because it's and, and and I'm not even gonna let's not even deal with God's order, but that man needs to pursue you. Now let let's talk about the culture that we're living in right now. Um, pornography. Um, lasciviousness lewdness i mean people go to not just girls men and women going to the stores with their underwear on basically these high boy shorts or whatever just boxers that you're wearing out of the house right and and all this stuff and, and some of y'all here like well pastor i've been looking at this you shouldn't be <laughs> because here's the deal here's the deal all of this stuff happening you need to have an attraction toward the person you marry and that man the bible says any man that looks upon a woman desiring to be with her he's committed adultery in his heart already showing that men are stimulated by sight then the bible says it's not good for a man to touch a woman because women are emotional and that touch strikes an emotional response so if you two are not in that way attracted and crazy about each other what's going to keep you pure in your marriage mm. so you're in the same house but you on your phone you scrolling down the wrong stuff she on her phone are you know what i'm saying mm. so he needs to pursue so Brittany, i was attracted to her emotionally intellectually physically in the world and still is she still is to me I'm telling you, she still is. And she knows that. So why is that? Because I pursued her. Everything she had, I wanted. There's this song. I'm going to sing this song. I normally do this for our couple things. So don't crucify me for singing this song. But there's this song by Music Soul Child. And um, this song, I found this song on YouTube. Uh, I was a young man teaching Bible studies. I had proposed to her at this time. And uh, I was sensei, one worldly doing all and eating everything. But there was this song that said, Lately, you've been questioning if I still see you the same way. Y'all know that one? Yep. Through these trying years, we on a boat physically changed. Don't you know you always be the most beautiful woman I know? I used to sing this to Brit. And then I would, I um, love you when you're great. And I'll still want you if you get away. The way I feel, I'll always be. That says your love will change. That song represented the sentiment of my heart. And at 14 years, not a, the longest time, I'm still as crazy about that girl as I was when I sent her that song. So from, I'm so grateful for YouTube, Apple Music, anything else, because from time to time I can take that song and send her that. <laughs> and she remembers. He told me he felt like that and he still feels that way. I pursued her. And I think that that's important that the man pursue that woman. Even if you're interested, you can't even show it all the time. Not be rude or you're just playing hard to get to be hard to get, but you have to keep the chase going. You got to keep it interesting. Young ladies, you talk to some of these older ladies, they'll teach you how to do it with class. I'm not talking about leading them on, you know, with this other stuff, you know, you ain't got to send no naked pictures and all this nonsense. Lead them on in a, in a graceful way. And he will, if he really is serious, he'll pursue. He'll pursue. That's good. So we have a couple more questions. And uh -oh. I don't know which one I My want God. to first. But how long is the CCC call? <laughs> as long as we want it to be. <laughs> so <laughs> um the next question I want to ask. Um, what are some things that you should avoid in this um, relationship stage? More specifically, I know a lot of people talk about like, 
avoiding like wifely duties, husband duties, like not showing all of your cards, that kind of thing. So absolutely. So I feel you should be physically attracted to each other, but but some things are reserved for marriage. All right. And so let's keep that in marriage. Let's not be out here being promiscuous, having sex before marriage. Uh, you're not supposed to taste these bought the store. Okay. And so once you get the store, you get everything in the store. All right. I think that that's by design. And I know we're in a promiscuous generation. That is not old school. That's just right. All right. So let's, you know, I'm going to just say that. So what are things that you want to avoid? I think you want to avoid the pitfall of feeling you have to change someone. I think you need to discover the person. So intellectually, emotionally, you need to be asking mad questions, like lots and lots and lots and lots of questions. You need to be sharing a lot about how you view life, what are your goals, what is your idea of success, what is your goal spiritually, what are your convictions personally. You need to be doing that stuff and you need to shy away from the temptation of trying to create a Barbie doll or a Ken. You're not trying to do that. You're trying to find the person the way that they are, how God made them, and understand them and give them an opportunity to understand you. And so I think if we spent more time doing that, we never had to talk about. Britt and I never ran out, ran out of stuff to talk about because we spent time discovering. We talk about things, you know, we don't get too crazy with conversations, but we talked about, um, you know, I can honestly say when I married Britt, she was a virgin. That's beautiful. So we, but we talked about stuff like that. Like, what are your, what are your thoughts on emotional love and things of that nature? And, and we talked about this stuff. Like, you got to talk about everything. Like, if you can think about, talk about it. See what they think. See what they feel. Don't leave anything to chance. And I think sometimes we do that. Like, we front and be like, yeah, I'll figure that out when I marry them. That's not the time to figure it out. Okay? You might not get to know everything about them, but you at least need to be asking questions and learning to get an idea of the way they think, the way they process. You get what I'm saying? That whole deal. You need to, you need to have that understanding at least. Did I answer that question? Um, you did. Um, I just I want to go in a little bit more detail. So okay. um, people who okay, let's let's talk about this because I know you said obviously um no sex before marriage is very, very important. Now, obviously that yes. means you should then what avoid, if you don't get married. Now you got means, an emotional attachment to somebody you're not even gonna be with. You are a hundred percent correct. You are a hundred percent correct. So that means avoiding putting yourself in situations where um, that type of stuff will happen. Obviously, that means y'all need, need to not be going to each other's houses, that kind of thing, all of that stuff. Um, we call so, it accountability. Exactly. So um, a lot of people talk about like cooking for your significant other might be like a wifely thing or like helping them like clean up their home or like things like that. Like the, the physical part of it, because you talked a lot about be careful. So those yeah, I think in actions, what are the actions that we need to avoid? So I think, yeah, I think definitely like go out. Like I would take Brit out on dates. I'd take it a tsunami, you know, do things to just, you know, I wanted to give her things she's never seen, let her experience things. You know, we were talking this week. She was telling one of the uh, couple, one of the uh, young couples, that I took her to like this little exclusive burger place, like in this hole in the wall. It was an amazing place. But I would do things like that. But most times, like, if we're going out, it's me and her. And sometimes we have people with us just to kind of keep it, you know, copacetic. We didn't do the whole stay. Now, Brittany used to come to our home when I was young, like in high school. They used to come by. When we started courting, there was no more coming by. Like, when she come in town, she had to go somewhere else all outside of town. Can you hear me? Yeah, I said, I said, all that was cut out. Absolutely, because it's different. Now there's mm -hmm. a different intention. So we're not going to set ourselves up for failure. Um, I knew I liked it, her. I liked it. That's not a word. <laughs> I knew I liked her. She knew she liked me. And so y'all got me doing this. What time is this as this broad broadcast? They got the preacher up late. I got five kids. I'm in the bed at 930. 
in Jesus' name. So, oh, like, no, it's almost so I knew, <laughs> no, it's not. I knew I liked her. She knew she liked me. And so we just didn't even, we didn't even create that for ourselves. And so we were able, we managed to stay pure through that season, right? And we did that just by not being dumb. That's the word that you need. You don't need nothing deep. I don't even need to give you a scripture. Just don't be dumb. Don't get caught up and, and putting yourself in compromising situations. Like, oh, oh, I didn't know this was gonna happen. What do you think is gonna happen? You're a boy, she's a girl. You're here by yourself. What happens when you're two here by yourself? What are you making quilts? What are you doing? What are we doing here? So this is just, just don't be dumb. Keep yourself pure, especially if you're trying to please God. Now, if you don't care, you're not trying to live right. Well, you're going to do that. And then you're going to have some issues when you finally do get in a relationship because when people get you, they get you and everybody else you've been with. And now Ooh. he's really unsure because he doesn't know who you are. Because maybe Ooh. you Ray, maybe you Kyle, maybe you Kevin. We don't know. Ooh. So you got all this stuff going on. So you just have to be mindful in case this doesn't work. All right. Not, not just in case it doesn't work just so we can both move forward in purity and know we gave it our best. Now, you're going to want to hug each other and hold each other. I get all that. You just have to be, whoa, 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 be mindful that, hey, let, we, got, we got days. We, we set a date or we, we're looking to the future. Let's wait until then, and it'll be better. And, and here's what I'll say. Now, I, can, I don't know what all I can say on this. This is online. Kids could see this. So I, I'm not in a marriage conference. Uh, Janelle, no, no, I'm not. Janelle got to sit in on our last marriage conference. And uh I just did. so I you know really was it's, taking it's real. Okay, it's real. So they go we, we go do through make everything. sure when we post this, we say this is not for kids. Right. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not gonna go there because I, I have no way of knowing who can get a hold of this. So That's I'm gonna just say this. So here's the deal. The point of it is is if you remain pure, chances are when you get married, I promise you, I hear people talk about oh, after this amount of years, things, no, 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 no. I don't think anybody can get the emotional part of what it means in relationship with people of God, I'll be honest. Because when you're, you know, people say like, it is different when it's real or something like mm -hmm. this. It, it's a little bit different and it stays, it's got longevity. And so if you are pure, I promise you, when it does come to those different things, you're going to be all right. And it's going to be real. It's going to be, you know, and if you work on like anything, communication, you got to work on your love life. You got to work on all that. None of that stuff happens by mistake. It happens by intentionality. And so um, I would just say you got to watch it with all that stuff. There's, you know, I ask my wife, do you cook? You know, if she's cooking for her family, cool. I'm going to come eat what she's cooking for her family. But I'm not going to tell you, come over to my house and just cook for me. No, 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 no. My homegirl's coming with me. My homeboy's coming. Can you cook for us? We'll come chill with you, play some games, hang out. Me and you going out in public, cool. But you gotta, you can't be setting yourself up like that. Like you're setting yourself up for failure. That's what you're doing. So don't again, I'm gonna say it one more time. And if anybody's offended by this, you're just gonna have to figure it out because I don't care. Don't be dumb. <laughs> don't yes. be dumb. Okay. That's for this episode, don't be dumb. <laughs> and we bless God. <laughs> Just um, I have a question. Talk to I mean, this was basically uh, this was something that I heard you say, so it kind of had me thinking. So, okay. what if you're involved with somebody? We're Christian. So, what if you're involved with somebody of a different denominational background than you? Obviously, conversations going to be different. Conversations need to be had. But what if? So, obviously, y'all believe different things. So, what if? one is trying to get the other basically trying to control them basically like uh you need to dress this way because this is the way i believe and um it's not holy for you to do this but you got to do it this way like how does the conversation then so, change how do you deal with that so that's stuff you need to talk about before you ever get to you could talk about this stuff in courtship the bible says how can two walk together except they be agreed I don't think what people have is denominational differences. I think they have understanding differences. The Bible says, in all you're getting, get an understanding. And so uh, none of the Bible is of any private interpretation. It's not your private opinion about something. It's what the word of God teaches. So right. for Britt and I, for example, 
the word of God dictates how we lead our family. How we, before we didn't even have kids. We talked about what we were gonna do and weren't gonna do for our kids based on scripture. We didn't just do it based on feeling. If there was something scripture didn't address, then we talked about, well, how do you feel? Well, I feel this way and I feel that way. So if it comes to just feelings and perspectives on personal stuff, that is what it is. But when it comes to the word of God, as believers, the word of God is the final authority. So your opinion, your feelings don't matter if I believe the word of God. And I think that's the issue. The issue today is regardless of when we say denominational organization, there's a few different things we're dealing with there because a denomination may insinuate a set of rules while organizations will try to live according to a set of principles. For example, for, for us, I pastor a church. It's a part of the UPCI organization. That's not a denomination. It's an organization for fellowship. So the purpose of the UPCI is to have a conglomerate of churches do what the church in the early church did, support missions efforts. We give millions and millions and millions of dollars to missions. I'm actually uh, tasked with being over planting churches throughout the state of Louisiana. So all of that money and funds to plant those churches are not just coming from full gospel. It's coming from over 300 churches, over 800 ministers in the state of Louisiana. So you can't do that without an organization, especially when you got two churches on the same street, can't talk to each other, right? There's no cooperation. So we have an organization for cooperation to accomplish those things. And nobody gives you a rule book, but there are principles that we found from scripture. We say, hey, this is what the Bible says. How do we apply that principle in the 21st century? And the reality is the majority of those principles can be applied. And so America though, America is very arrogant. I, me and Britain lived in houses that's older than America. That's funny. But in Italy, you know, these are nations that were old. America's mm -hmm. so young, and, and yet we think anything we do is law, when the right. majority of the stuff that was done in America wasn't ever done because it wasn't America. The Indians were here. That's another conversation for another day. But at any rate, America has this arrogance like whatever we do is the best, and it's right just because we want to do it. So I think a lot of stuff culturally that we accept, if we really got back to the word of God and really looked at history, we'll see some of the stuff we never did before, period. You know, there was some stuff we just didn't do. Like um, I, there was just some stuff we just didn't do. There was stuff men didn't do. And I'm not talking about women. I'm talking about men. There's stuff men didn't do. And if you read the word of God, the Bible still has stuff to say about those things that men do. The Bible still has stuff to say. So you've got to let the word of God be central in your relationship. And here's the deal. And do not become codependent in your relationship. In other words, my spouse is not Jesus. So I don't expect her to be. I expect That's to good. be who she is, my wife. And I expect God to be. Because if I become too dependent on her or on him, I can then go off into adultery, which would still take me idolatry which would still take me to hell because that spouse can become your idol and that's not pleasing to God. Mm. Brit's not before God, it's God, then it's Brit. And I'm not before God to Brit, it's God, then it's Ryan. And we both say that, you'll catch her on, on um, before I let go. So that's what I would say, how do you, I don't think it's about pushing your opinions. When it's something that's truly opinion, then y'all need to talk about how y'all feel. But when it, as Christians, we're Christian, you led with, we're Christian. When it comes to Christian, that means we're Christ-like. That means the teachings, the, the principles of the word of God, right? In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, and the word became flesh. That means all of the word, the Torah, the Pentateuch, all of it became flesh, God incarnate, right? We're trying to be like him. So we look to the scriptures, to determine what we do, what we don't do. And we let that guide our lives. And if there's something we read that maybe one of us don't have an understanding, hey, let's dig in together. Let's get an understanding. It's not about this person trying to control that person. It's about what does the word of God say? And if you build your life on the rock, it'll stand the test of time. So that's a good question, Brandy. Very long answers from me, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are good. You're dropping so knowledge. Good. Yeah. And like so for I'm our listeners, I hope y'all understand this has been a long time coming. And this is why we wanted to bring our pastor on this show. Because we know he was going to give us to be. detailed, yeah. complete answers to these questions. Yeah. Try, try my best.
And the crazy part is I had a question, but I can't remember it now. <laughs> See, that that was long answers. Let's it's just go okay, ahead and let's make let's get ready for part two. That way, that way our listeners don't give up. We don't want to wear the listeners out. And listeners, right. thank y'all for allowing me, uh, Janelle and Jonathan and Brandy. Thank y'all for allowing me to spend some time with y'all for CCC. I was about to say CCYC. <laughs> and CCYC is coming up. It is. Thank you for My dropping plug. that little gem. <laughs> but yeah, I think that our listeners have gotten a lot of good information tonight. They've gotten a little too much good information. So no, but... Feel free to at me. At me with your questions. My handle on Instagram is at Pastor Ryan B. Pastor Ryan B. On I'm Ryan Twitter at Pastor Ryan B. At me and let's let's talk. If you've got questions or want more perspective, I never shy away from, from coming in the comments section and sharing things there. So feel free to at me and and, and we can talk about it. Anything that you maybe don't understand, you say, well, my perspective is different. I would love to reason with you from the scriptures. Um, I try not to reason from uh, tradition or opinion. I honestly take the word of God as a student of the word. I've been teaching Bible studies for a long time. I'll never mishandle the word of God or abuse it for a perspective that's personally held. I'll try my best to let it, let the word of God speak for itself. And so, at me and we can talk yeah, yeah. socials will definitely be in in the description so yeah cool yeah we will do that normally we would do that on our afterburner but i highly doubt we're going to do one this weekend because there's a lot going on so on part two we'll have a because we got an after party while this is broadcasting yeah. yeah well yeah we will be at our after party so we might do a quick so we little might party. But it That's might what not I was about be saying. full on afterburn like we normally do. Yo, we can do it. Yeah. Okay. Tag my Insta cool. in there. We could we could possibly do that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay. So I think we have had enough for tonight. Normally we will do our hotline, and the hotline we had planned was couples questions. But since we don't have first lady here, we are going to save them for part two. So I think it is a good time to wrap it up for tonight. I think it's all nicely tied up in a neat little box bow present for us. Um, so we would like to thank everyone for joining us on our, what are we on? Fourth, fifth episode of our summer series. series yeah. um, we are moving through our uh, little season very quickly. So I'm really excited about the courtship. We are hoping that this results into some wonderful kingdom relationships for you all um join us next time as we go into playoffs and then after that we will reach the end which is uh what's the last the championship one? the championship that's the ultimate goal um so yeah remember to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend um, that we are here. Do not forget, if you are not ready to be on this stage, go back and listen to our previous episodes because there are gems in each and every one of those episodes. So once you are ready to make it to this stage, come join us. If you're not quite ready yet, go rewatch some of our old, our old episodes and then come back here and make sure you take notes every time. <laughs> There's always something to learn in each and every single episode. We love y'all. We are all available. Yes. We got our phones and our pastor already said he made Wait, available. What do you mean? Hold on, we lost you for a second, Pastor. I said, what do y'all mean by available? Like for questions. To answer any questions. Conversation. Oh, okay, okay. Kind of I thought y'all were trying to let people know, <laughs> hey, these young people are but Janelle already said, well, the guy that was trying to chase me, he went on and moved on. So I Look, I said it from the beginning it. of the series. I am, I'm in this. I'm going through this with y'all. So we we scouting. I'm scouting. We trying out. We I'm trying. Like what we doing? Like that. I'm in the off season. I like it. I like it. And nothing's wrong with that. And you that road of that process of discovery is a beautiful place to be. Yeah. I'm glad y'all are doing it right. Thank yeah, you. I was, I was, Thank I was you. gonna say all this, of this. all of you all. This this series right here has been teaching me a lot, honestly. Mm -hmm. And then and this episode, especially, I really want to thank you again, Pastor Ryan, for being on here with us. 
because I have just from this episode alone received a lot to take in and to use for my life, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you ain't learned something from this episode, you wasn't listening correctly. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's, let's go. It is late. We'll wrap this up. Episode will be released uh, Friday night, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Central Time. And we might pop in for Afterburner 845. Stay tuned for that. And then we'll be back next week for another episode here at the Christian Call Center where Jesus is on the main line and we're online too. Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye.